Praise the Lord, everyone. Good to see everyone this morning. Good to be in the house of the Lord today. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Pastor had already got jumped on my uh, opening text this morning too. Earlier, he once and once I read it, you'll you'll see. I want to welcome everyone that's joining by the way of the live stream this morning. Welcome you to Christ Family Church. And truly, you'll be blessed to be joining in today. We're going to be going this morning to the book of Luke in chapter 2. Pastor probably already knows. <laughs> Luke in chapter 2, and we're going to be beginning in verse 8. And of course, this is the announcement of the birth of Jesus to the shepherds. And he spoke of that a few moments ago. Praise the Lord. Chapter 2, beginning at verse 8, and we're going to read down to 20. We're just going to go ahead and read all of the passage there that it refers to about the shepherds. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Begins reading like this. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly... There was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. Praise the Lord for the word. This morning, uh, uh, just to kind of put in my own words, a little paraphrasing is, can you imagine the scene of some shepherds that were out in the field at night, and all of a sudden an angel of the Lord appears, and the Shekinah glory of God just lights up a whole area around them, and they just become afraid, not knowing what it may be. But yet they're told not to be afraid, and it's explained to them that uh, the birth of a Savior has been born, and gave the sign to them of what they'll find if they went to Bethlehem, the city of David, and found lying in a manger uh, a babe whopped in the swat. Uh, 
wrapped in the swaddling clothes with just straps of cloth that they had to wrap them up in. And, and that's sure enough as uh, the, they began to praising God in the highest and they left and they went back up in the heavens. The shepherds are standing there amazed and they're going, well, that was truly amazing. What do you say we just take a walk to Bethlehem and find out if this thing has come to pass like it's been told to us? And sure enough, they did. They began to walk. And can you, can you imagine the amazement? Now, I don't, what they just had went through was enough of itself, you know, to be in that glory of God right there and to see the angel. And But then to get there and find it exactly as it was explained to them, down to the, uh, the swaddling clothes and a babe wrapped in a manger, they began to express what they had went through, their experience, how it was told to them, and they and they uh, just let it all out, told them all, and then they, as they were making their way back to their fields, back to their flocks, they were praising God in the highest. They were just, whoo, glorifying the name of the Lord for what had transpired. It was an amazing time, and it was something totally amazing that had just happened to them, and uh, uh, when the pastor mentioned that earlier, I just, I just almost wanted to run around the church and just begin to praise them because there's something about like the worship song they were saying I just can't stop praising the Lord I just can't praise him enough I just want to keep praising him Woo, hallelujah thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord and let us pray Lord as we come to you this day Lord we thank you Lord for your presence that has been with us today and Lord we truly can't praise you enough and Lord now as I try to my best to give your word as you see fit Lord direct me and guide me Lord in your way I give you praise and glory for all things I give you praise and glory that you were born Lord and that you are our Savior Lord in Jesus name we pray let the church say amen amen you can be seated praise the Lord praise the Lord Glory to the name of the Lord. So this morning I want to talk to you for just a little bit. It is uh, already the 1st of December and um, uh, it is uh, just that Christmas season and for uh, it just began to, to stir in me already about the, about the birth of Jesus. So this morning I want to talk to you about the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd this morning. I want to talk a little bit about that this morning. And, you know, the life of a shepherd during Jesus' time was considered unskilled, even lower class of society. Although, you know, in Old Testament time, there were noble names that were shepherds. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, and David were all shepherds. And even uh, Jacob's wife, Rachel, was a shepherd. She was a shepherdess, as you call it. Uh, matter of fact, the word says that that's how they met. Uh, Rachel was bringing uh, her daddy's flock uh, of sheep to to the well to be watered, and that's where Jacob was, and he first seen her. Uh, so there was many notable names uh, that were shepherds, you know, and that was they. This this was their humble jobs at their early stages of their life before uh, they grew into greater things in God. Uh, these shepherds doing their job. Normally, when a baby is born of a higher class of society or expected to become something great. Uh, kind of like a baby from the royal family. You know, you've seen the pictures on TV where they all kind of gather around the palace of where they live and they're waiting for the baby to be brought out and shown to the people and waiting for the name of it and all that kind of thing, you know, and it's uh, it's considered of a higher class and something more is expected of a royal family. But isn't it interesting that uh, that God 
chose appropriately this setting of the shepherds who was deemed to be of a lower class to notify them first uh, of, of the Savior being born. Very, very interesting, that they, uh, very appropriately. Glory to the name of the Lord. But I think one reason that God had done this was, one, just to let them know that they're not social outcasts. Because the scripture said that it was for all the good times for all people. And, and to let them know that they're not the outcast. But number two, he wanted them to know that the good shepherd was born. And he was going to live a life quite like theirs. And this news was for everyone. Just as the life they had lived, Jesus in similarity was going to live some of the same, have some of the same experiences. So the shepherd's life was not easy. When you think of all that was involved in their daily duties, you may even wonder why they would have been considered unskilled. It was a task to take care of the sheep and keep them. It was no easy task. But here, here I want to just talk to you for a couple of minutes on a couple of the tasks that they were had to do. As a shepherd, you had to be willing to protect the sheep. You had to be willing to protect them, which means kill off all threats that was going to harm them. You had to protect them at all costs. A young David did just that. David protected as he was a shepherd. Let's look at 1 Samuel 17, 34 and 35. But David said to Saul, Your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by its beard and struck it and killed it. That was David protecting the sheep. He did that time and time again. Uh, and he, he was telling uh, King Saul this because there were, did y'all recall the story where uh, they were looking for someone to slay Goliath and take care of Goliath? And David was not afraid uh, to go and face this Goliath because he was explaining to him how he had taken care of the sheep. He had, he had taken care of the bear and the lion and the wolves that had come against the sheep. He was not afraid to handle that task. And I want you to know this morning that Jesus protects us just the very same way. And Apostle Paul said that we are protected uh, uh, from principalities and powers of the spirit realm. Not necessarily of the fleshy realm, but of the spirit realm. The devil, there's a spirit realm that is demonic out there that the devil will send all his little uh, uh, demons and minions to try to attack you. But Jesus, being that good shepherd, is there to protect you from the wiles of the devil. When you have that whole armor of God put on you, you are protected by Jesus from all of that danger. It's just like it's just like a shepherd protecting his flock from all the danger that's, that's trying to come and steal and kill and destroy them. Praise the name of the Lord. A shepherd also had to be vigilant on how many sheep he had and where they were at all times because they were financially responsible and they were expected to cover the loss if they had any loss. I want you to know this morning that Jesus knows each and every one of us. There's not a one of us that he does not know and aware and is aware of where you're at at all times. Sometimes we may not be exactly aware uh, where he's at, but he knows exactly where we are at all times. But they had to co- a shepherd had to cover the loss in Genesis 31, chapter 31, 38, and 39. We look at Jacob's telling his father-in-law uh, what had what had happened and transpired. These. Twenty years I have been with you. Your ewes and female goats have not miscarried their young, and I have not eaten the rams of your flock. That which was 
torn by beast I did not bring to you. I, I bore the loss of it. He's telling them, Jacob is telling his father, I bore the loss of it. You required it from my hand, whether stolen by day or stolen by night. So let's let you know that they were responsible. They had a, they had a big task to do. They were responsible for that loss of the sheep. Now, Jesus is not going to lose any that's given to him. He's not going to lose a one that a father has given to him. Let's look at John 10, 27 and through 30. Praise the name of the Lord. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. I said he's not going to lose any of them. That's exactly what he's saying right here. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. And I and my Father are one. Woo! Glory to the hand. Doesn't that make you excited this morning that you cannot be snatched out of Jesus' hand at all? No matter what comes against you, no matter what attacks you, when you're a child of the King, you're a child of the King. Woo! Glory to the name of the Lord. He is a good shepherd. He is going to always know where you are and always be right there to grab you and, and, and protect you. He will not lose you. you. The Scripture says that there's no way that you're going to be snatched out of His hand. Praise the name of the Lord. And that leads us right into the next point. Uh, this is why shepherds could uh, have a lot of sheep together at one time. You could have two, three, uh, three shepherds with different flocks there. Sometimes they would have two, three flocks gather at the wa- at the watering well. Uh, and when we start talking about the voice, the, the, the sheep recognize the voice. That's exactly what we're talking about uh, right here. The sheep knows how to calm down with the voice of the shepherd. You know how to be calm by the voice of the shepherd. Let's look at John 10, 1 through 5. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, he, the same is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. The sheep aren't going to follow, in uh, the biblical time, the sheep aren't going to follow another shepherd that they don't recognize. Because that sh- the shepherd uh, that has not uh, guided them, directed them, has not talked to them, they don't re- those sheep do not recognize the other shepherd's voice. And the same way is with us and Jesus. We recognize his voice. We know that how he calms us, that spirit guides us and directs us with him. Then we will not follow and go after uh, some other false doctrine, false teaching. We can't be drug away because we know the voice of our Father. Amen. We know the voice of Jesus and how and how He guides and directs us. When we follow Him, we follow Him out, and we we're guided by Him. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. 
And this is why those who have accepted Jesus and been filled with His Spirit are protected. When we follow after Him, we cannot be snatched out of His hand or deceived by a false shepherd. That is so imperatively important this morning that when we follow after Him, we have to stay following after Him. We have to learn to keep following after Him and recognizing His voice, knowing His voice, so that we won't be pulled astray by some other false shepherd. I believe it 100% of my soul that He can call us, he can direct us, even though we may keep uh, drifting away, we, then he, when we call out to him, he's going to be right there to take us right back up. He's not going to let anything happen to us. Praise the name of the Lord. Yes, give the Lord a hand clap of praise this morning. Thank you, Lord. I don't care how many times that something happens in our lives, whether it be a passing of a loved one, a sickness that we may have, the wonderful testimony that, that we heard just a moment ago about just a, something physical attacking your body. When we call out to his name, we're just a sheep calling out to the Lord. And he's right there. He, he, know, he knows your need. He's right there. And he's not going to let you down. He's going to be right there with you. And it's so wonderful to have that closeness with him, to just be there close to him. It reminded me of the 23rd Psalm uh, this morning that, uh, that we're all very familiar with that David wrote the 23rd Psalm and it is like a comparison there again with the shepherd and it says the Lord is my shepherd now this is a shepherd talking about a shepherd praise the Lord the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he makes me to lie down in green pastures. And you know, when I was reading on some stuff about sheep and all, do you know that they say after a good long day of grazing that sheep won't even just lay down? they got to be helped to lay down so that they can begin to digest some of what they eat and all. So David here is talking about how he would help the sheep lay down to make them lie down to rest. And that's exactly what he's comparing it like to from God there. He makes them to lie down in the green pastures, a good place to lie down and be safe. He leads me beside the still waters. You know, the still waters he's talking about is a lot of times a, a sheep can just wander off and, and find a, uh, a rough water somewhere uh, that they don't, that they, if they step off into because of their wool and their coat, they just get soaked, they can drown. Sheep can't swim. They won't, they won't be able to swim. So the shepherd is, leads them to the still waters where they can safely drink from the water and be protected from that and, and not drown. He restores my soul. He leads me in a path of righteousness. He leads me in a path of righteousness. Whew. Glory to the name of the Lord. Let us not ever think that we could follow some path of righteousness on our own. Let us not ever think that we get too big for our britches and shoes, that we can go, that we know what righteousness is. The Word of God is righteousness. He leads us. We always need to follow Him and after His righteousness to be guided correctly for His name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Woo, glory. He prepares a, pl a table before us, and our enemies will be out there looking in. So mad and upset and want to tear us to, tear us to shreds, but they can't touch us because we're protected by the Almighty. Glory to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Woo. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In the presence of my enemies, you anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me 
all the days of my life, and I will dwell in a house of the Lord forever. That's a, that is, that, that's a promise coming to all of us that we're going to one day dwell in a house of the Lord forever. And I'm looking forward to it today, aren't you? Glory to the name of the Lord. If you ever get to a place where you're down and out and, and you're kind of uh, upset and you're kind of depressed, always look at this 23rd Psalm to uplift you. The Lord is there to uplift you. Uh, read the 23rd Psalm. But finally this morning... I want to re, I want to uh, talk to you about something that was uncommon for a shepherd to do. It was kind of uncommon for the shepherd to give his own life for the sheep. It, I mean, he may have accidentally happened. I don't know how many times it may have happened in Bible times, but uh, it, it was uncommon for a shepherd just to go ahead and give his life, lay down his life for the sheep. But the good shepherd, Jesus, that was his purpose. That was his goal, his mission, what he was born on this earth for his 33 and a half years. He was to be the good shepherd. He would lay down his life for the sheep. His purpose was for that. Glory to the name of the Lord. Let's look at John 10, 9 through 16. John 10, 9 through 16. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and they may have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep, like we just talked about. He is a good shepherd. He willingly laid down his life. He knew that that's what he was going to have to do, was lay down his life for you, uh, purchasing your salvation for you, that you did not have to worry about paying for it. The cost was paid at Calvary. Jesus laid down his own life so that one day you could have eternity. And anyone that accepts that free gift that he had, you know, it's Christmas time, everybody's preparing they probably, there's a lot of folks that has the ability, and there's nothing wrong with it, that saved up all year long, got Christmas funds, so that this time they would have the money to purchase gifts for everyone who they wanted to purchase them for. But there is a free gift that is offered to every man, woman, boy, and child. It's totally free. You don't have to save for it. You don't have to work for it. All you got to do is come to the realization that Jesus Christ is Lord and that He is a good shepherd and that He was born for your salvation. He died on the cross for you and your sins. Glory to the name of the Lord. But a hireling who is not of the shepherd... One who does not own the sheep sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. This is talking about a lot of shepherds who just flee when they see danger coming. Now, David wasn't one of those. He fought off uh, all the ones that come against. But there are a lot of the ones, they're not willing. They're, they're going to walk away and so say, I ain't willing to die for them sheep. I'm sorry, but I'm going on. That the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. The hireling flees because he is a hireling and does not care about the sheep. Aren't you thankful that Jesus cares about you this morning? You have, you have a good shepherd leading you that truly cares about you, and he will go to no ends to find you and take care of you. I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and I am known by my own. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And our last verse this morning reads, And other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also I must bring. And they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock 
and one shepherd. There's one, there's one church that Jesus is coming back for again one day. And I'm glad that I'm a part of that church and that kingdom of God. And He is the one good tr- shepherd. He is the one true shepherd. He's, he's not one that's just going to up and walk away. I don't care what the devil tries to tell me. I don't care how he tries to trick me. I don't care how he tries to tell me I'm not saved. That that's not, that's not my blessing. I don't believe it. I don't accept it. I accept the word of God. And I'm going to Stand on the Word of God, and I'm thankful today for His promise. Praise the name of the Lord. Patrick, come on back up. I'm so thankful today for the Good Shepherd and that He is there for us, and and that He knows uh, that we know His voice, and we can't be led astray, and we will not be snatched out of His hand. I'm so thankful that I can have comfort in that, and I can go on day to day knowing that, and I'm looking forward one day to being in heaven with all of you. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise.